Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 279. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Saninsky. Hey, that's me. Radio voice number one. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. On this super custom handcrafted Patreon page, you'll find three open-ended levels of support starting at just a buck a month for content consumers. That's you to support content producers like us. Patreon.com forward slash Carbitrage. What are you looking at? I was just looking at the wonderful art on Indeed Mexican oh, Honey Light. I love their Mexican Honey. Tremendous. Yeah, that's a, it's a good beer. That one's been in there for a while, so may as well enjoy it. <laughs> the ASMR yep. stream is live. That's good. That's a good beer. Woo! And I am drinking some McDonald's French fries. Good. So, uh, at the end of last <laughs> week's episode, we hinted that our friend Johnny... Is looking for a car, Mister Langold. So Johnny, um, he's not mu- he, he's not a car person at all. He is he, he's a QA manager at Activision, and he suddenly has to drive um, to work from Edina to Eden Prairie. Reasonable drive. It's like what nine ten miles. It's like assume twenty minute drive to work. Okay. So he's got twenty minute commuter drive. Rush hour traffic or yes, okay. rush hour. So. He, and then the, the ship has sailed for learning a manual because you're not trying to <laughs> be new to manual while sitting in rush hour traffic in the middle of winter. What if he goes to the mini driving school? Yeah, that's not happening. I know, I'm not. Yeah. So, <laughs> being uh, ob- I'm being obtuse. I do that sometimes. So, uh, yeah, it, it, like manual transmission, not an option. So he okay. needs something that's like relatively cheap. Does he have off-street parking? Um, he does have off-street, off-street parking. Okay. Something that's relatively cheap, not too big, something that's easy to park, easy to drive, good reliable, has an automatic transmission, it's not a problem. Does he have he a has, budget? Uh, he would like to keep it uh, around the seven grand mark. Um, he'd be willing to go a bit more if he needs to finance. Um, but this is what he has shown me so far. So far, he's sent me a... Fiesta, and I'm like, okay. cool car, but that has the power shift, so the transmission will explode. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, and there's nothing you can do about it because the transmission was designed poorly. Correct. Um, and that, that's just, and then he showed me a Transit Connect, and I'm like, same transmission. I want that damn van. First or second gen? Uh, they all had it, apparently. No, no, no. First gens were early focuses. They have a regular old four speed auto. No shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was the second gen then. Okay. Um, but then he showed me a Impreza. Impreza was fine, but the thing is, is he's not trying to like spend all his money in the world on maintenance. Like, and if you need, if he like, I told him like head gasket aside. Let's assume you don't have a head gasket. Problem. If he buys it, he's not going to put enough miles on it where it yeah. probably will fail it'll, in his it'll ownership. Be fine. It'll be fine. But the thing is, is that if he gets a flat tire, he's going to have to do all four tires. Because it'll probably be like five. Because it's a real all-wheel drive system. Yeah, 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 it'll probably be a five or six, 30 seconds. And so you have to do all the tires. They sent me a Mazda 6. I'm like, this is a really, really good car. I'd recommend Mazda. Not the 6, though, because this had a recall for spiders. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's it's a thing. I'm like, no, this is... I'm like, these cars have have this problem where I had to explain to him how the EVAP system worked. I'm like, so the, the smell that gasoline EVAP systems make attract spiders and this car thanks nature yeah because we live in hell (laughs) it's it's the good place yeah and so this car had an evap system where the the hose was a little bit wider to prevent another issue but what would happen is it would attract spiders and it would get clogged with dead spiders (laughs) 
And so it's just not a sentence that should really ever. And exist. so they, they, and so you'd have like fifty times as many spiders in the car as a normal vehicle, like an insane amount of spiders. Like it's just covered in spiders at all times. And I'm like, problem <laughs> for most people. Yes, unless you love spiders. Problem. I'm like, but they did do a recall, and it dropped this the figure significantly. So the the but it's recall not zero. the recalled one has like. Only ten times as many spiders as a normal vehicle. He goes, I hate spiders. I don't want this. I'm like, it's a good car otherwise, I swear to God. <laughs> so, but there is this one thing. But there's this and one. And I would be remiss if I didn't. Extremely cursed problem that I would, I, I would not be able to sleep well not telling you about That this. would be like trying to sell me a car and saying it's prone to snake nests. Yes. I'd be like, absolutely not. Kill that entire thing with fire. Nope. Yeah, so uh, I think, encourage my neighbors to buy that one. I think the Mazda three is probably the move. But in order to get one down to seven grand, you're gonna be a you're gonna be in a second gen, and they're they're fine. Yeah, but I would rather see him in a first gen TSX. That would be a good car, actually. I'm gonna mention that to him because you can probably get like, a first gen TSX. You can get a nice one for that. The thing is, is this is my issue with TSX is, is those are a crapshoot because that's a car that's commonly modified. And like he, yeah, but the auto's not as much. It is very true, yeah. And so, I, I've recommended those to people before. I think a first-gen TSX would be a good vehicle. They're they're solid. Also, it, it that'd be a good car to have in a parking lot. It's one of those things where it doesn't really matter, but it's like one of those little things where it, it's like... It's still got a really nice interior. The powertrain's never, ever going to go wrong. If you ever had to go to like a work lunch, having your coworkers get into your TSX... Mm-hmm. It's going to be, be a little bit better. It's going to be a leather interior. I think, I think, that's, be, that, yeah. I think that might be the... That's actually better. I like that more than my Mazda 3 answer. I'm going to tell them that. Well, I love Mazda 3s. Don't get me wrong. But the first ones are made of rust. The second gens are just not interesting. And the third gens are too much. The So the second gens have do have a problem. They have carbon intake, carbon buildup issues. because they're those are direct injection. Yep, they're early direct injection. Super easy to fix. Doesn't have any like weird problems that it causes, but yeah. it can cause a misfire, and it's something and to that's consider. An annoyance. Yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. can cause an annoyance, and I, I, I think that you have that 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 might be the move. Because if like, I had seven grand to buy and it had to be a combustion fuel commuter and it had to be an auto, I yeah. think I would buy a TSX. I think a first generation TSX would be my move as well. If you had asked me this like five years ago, I'd probably say G thirty five. Yeah, but we know now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and like it's more that there aren't any good ones left because they're all being donated into crowds of people. And again, if you yeah, if you bought a G thirty five that didn't currently chain slap, he's never going to run into it himself. No, or it's like that's why I would never recommend an E forty six, even though you I can I can narrow you into a, a year and a model that will have a transmission that will never go wrong. But there are a lot of other things that will. There's a lot that you would have to deal with. And yeah. I just I'm never going to put a friend into one of those. Whereas I know that if I get a friend into a TSX and I want to go have drinks with It'll them work. someday, they'll show up. It'll work. It'll be a functioning. It will good. function vehicle and it's the interior is better put together on a tsx i would also say an is 250 yeah if you can find can you find one and you probably could in budget. All, uh, all-wheel drive yeah within budget totally early Ooh. is 250 all-wheel drive that's not desirable at all to anybody but to a not car enthusiast that is a great car it sounds awesome it's super reliable yeah those it, are that's they, pretty good that i think uh, that or a uh, yeah I, I like the all-wheel drive too because it's not like a real all-wheel drive system. It's an active all-wheel drive system, so it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Like, you can get away it's with, similar like... similar to a Tessa, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, not, it's not, like, super symmetrical. We're old grenade the whole freaking car. 
I would also maybe look at a W two hundred four or C three hundred formatic with a sport pack, but not yeah. the first two years. This is my this is my thing with that. I thought that there's a few cars I thought about. Yeah, um, that would like normally answer, um, but. My issue is that if those have a problem, they have a problem. Yeah, the 300s don't, though. The yeah, but I mean, like, the thing is, like, if they do. So, like, let's say not an engine problem. Let's say it's a, a window motor sure, problem. Sure, that's true. Yep, yep. Like, if it has just a normal car problem, needs struts, like, it's going to be mind, like, just mind-blowing. If you, yeah, if you don't have a good Indy, you're up a creek. All right, TSX. Yeah. I vote TSX. Yeah, I, I think that. I think even, like, with the Lexus, that could be a little <laughs> bit too complicated. The TSX is really just an Accord. Uh, if it wasn't Johnny, if this is just like, I have a friend that wants that's management position that knows a little bit more about cars or is willing to take it, find a good indie to take yes. it to. Uh, I would actually say a very late model four two Jaguar XJ. Oh my god! I mean, again, once those are done, once they're good, they're good. I would say if you can find one that has had chains, chains. Mm-hmm. And cats done. Cats being the suspension. Meow. Air struts. Yep. Yeah, so air struts and chains on a XJ42. Perfect. Yeah, but Johnny's not the type of dude that's looking for like the the glitz and glam on a budget. No, he also doesn't have a job where it matters that much. I mean it matters a little bit because like there's within Activision I imagine there's quite a bit of politics that happens. Probably. And so that's kinda of unconsidering. Talk that about as well. a Switzerland car though. Yeah. I drive an Acura. Yeah. That, that that's a okay. That's a good <laughs> that's luxury <fine>. car. <laughs> it's nice. It's reliable. Yeah, I think I think the TSX is the correct move. Anyway, that's a great car. I really like this. Ten out of ten. There you go, Johnny. Buy a TSX. Ta-da! All right. Ooh, so I'm looking at the next thing. Hell the yeah. next thing is is it's the big day. The it's Modi's. the Modi Awards. Yay! <laughs> Sorry, we had to wait ten minutes. I, this, that was a time like a time sensitive. Johnny, topic. you can hop off now. Yes. Unless you wanted to listen to me. I mean, please continue. We would love to have you as a listener. So, but. yes, the Modi Awards are annual award series in which we give awards that matter some a years. lot to some people. <laughs> and they may or may not know about it. I would say that these are as illustrious as the Oscars. Oh, yes, absolutely. They matter more than that. And we don't make a big deal of it. No, really. we don't. Yeah. And so far, Chris Rock has never been hit at the Modi Awards. Not so far. No. Hopefully never, but... I would prefer not. Yeah. I, I don't want him on here. No, he hasn't. Really, he hasn't done anything noteworthy in years. He has a new Netflix comedy special. It's, all he does is he complains about Jada Pinkett Smith. Or, oh, great. spoiler alert! I haven't watched it yet. Well, there you go. Uh, That's all it is. The whole right. thing is just him complaining about Will Smith. Okay. But like the last thing he did that mattered was like everybody hates Chris. His '90s that, comedy was really good. That, that, but, was, yeah. that, was, that was a long like, time ago. That, that was 15 years ago. He's Tw- done nothing since. 20. Oh, More, almost yeah. 30 years. It was 30 years no, ago. No, it wasn't. It, the no, 90s everybody... were 30 years ago. Yeah, but Everybody Hates Chris is the 2000s. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes yeah. Yeah. Everybody Hates Chris is the 2000s. Anyway, so the Modi Awards. <laughs> we don't tangent ever. We are going to make a little bit of a change here. We are both going to suggest a car for the award, and then we're going to agree between the two of us okay. on each award. Okay. So let's go from the bottom up. All right. So we will. The last one we'll do be, will be the best new car. <laughs> um, I want to start with um, objectively the worst vehicle of the year 2022. My choice is the Honda HRV second generation. I chose this because it is slow. They killed the fit for it. It's generally meh. It is literally the slowest vehicle you can buy in the United States. 
in 2022 by quarter mile time. Okay. Of all vehicles, including the Mirage, including the Spark. But just on that metric, we have already spent a significant amount of time today saying how much we like slow cars. Yes, slow cars are good, but not a Mac car. Correct. Because no, I'm not defending the HRV. The Ford EcoSport. EcoSport. The EcoSport was a very slow vehicle. <laughs> it was not a slow and fun when vehicle. When you told me that that was all-wheel drive had 1.6 non-turbo, I'm like, oh, no. This is the competitor to that. This is the car that killed that. <clears throat> it was this is slower? More, this was more lifeless. Wow. Yes. And most importantly, why I give this the worst vehicle of 2022 is because they are unsafe. They oh, are right. Catastrophically <laughs> unsafe. I forgot about the when rocker they, panel just exploding. When they <laughs> updated the NHTSA crash test requirements to say that you're being crashed, uh, crashed into by another crossover instead of a mirage, <clears throat> the B-pillar detached itself from the floor and maimed the hell out of the driver. So, yeah. No, it's a terrible vehicle. It got, like, zero stars on its side impact. Weird how that happens when it you update a, a crash It is standard. a tremendous piece of shit. So, that I, is my choice. That is a very hateful thing. I had not forgotten about it, but I had kind of forgotten about it. My pick yes. is the Hummer EV. Ooh, Because they took amazing new technology from a company that needs it, and they put it into a vehicle that weighs 9,000 pounds, has the frontal area of a house, and the aerodynamic properties of a bus. Yes. It's, it's immediately obsolete. It is, and it's $200,000. It is so heavy, you can't even off-road with it. Correct. Like, it just breaks the suspension. Yep. The well, sec- 9,000 pounds. The, the second you don't, like drive it over like if you drive over a rock and you're going anything other than absolutely idling it will break all the stuff in the front end because it weighs nine thousand pounds each ball joint has to deal with two thousand two hundred and fifty pounds of force it's not gonna work resting that's not gonna work Imagine what happens when you're off-roading and you concentrate a half of the vehicle's weight onto that. Yeah, no, that's not going to work at all. Wow. Now you just have a big useless vehicle. How about we crash the Hummer EV into a HRV? Wow, that is a giant piece of shit. I however, don't, I don't however, know which one of these I can pick. I will say the Hummer EV is very on brand. True, that is true. Cuz the, the, the H1 was huge and useless. Yep, true. and the H2 was similarly huge and useless. <laughs> And then the H3 was small. Damn it, Ryan. You make an incredibly good point. (laughs) This is on brand. Fine. This is exactly what a Hummer EV should be. It should be be not an ounce less than 9,000 pounds. And a Honda should not make an Ascot out of the B-pillar. Exactly. All right. HRV wins. The HRV is the worst vehicle of the year 2022. Yes, congratulations. Be proud. You definitely know how to sell me that one. I really, I cannot believe... That Janice's sister bought one. Wow. She got the deal of a lifetime. Well, she bought one because she previously had a uh, Optima. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, had yeah. been a, a giant sack of shit her, the entire time she owned it. And then the Kia boys came. And she goes, I need to get the fuck out of this right now. I'm like, you need to get the fuck out of this right now. And then and she, she made did. a worse decision. No, it, it, she actually made a good decision because <laughs> since she got out of that Optima, its value has like oh, cut itself into a third because of the Kia boys. I do see a lot of uh, Sonatas and Optimas with like paper plates on them lately from those getting bought at buy here, pay here places. Yep. Because yeah. a lot of people got rid of them. Yeah. They, everybody got out of them, including Julie. So that's good. Uh, Julie didn't ever even want it in the first place. So, um, 
but yeah, she got HRV, and then I haven't had the. Um, I just I haven't had the heart to tell her yet. Oh, I thought you did tell her about this. No. Oh. She doesn't listen. It's fine. Um, I told her her boyfriend, but so, I don't think he wants to tell her because I don't think he wants to. Go well, car at least you can start dropping hints about maybe not having HRV anymore. She got a really bitchin' deal on it, though. Got great. I hope so. You know? Like she got, it was like her deal's really good. Like she got it for like twenty two thousand dollars, brand new. God, that's really cheap. Is white on beige. Oh, bad. Oh. Really bad looking. But it was like that's like high was, school for like his car four, flex. It was four grand off of the oh MSRP. So Honda knew about the problem at that time too. Though. I, no, it was <clears> before <throat> that. I think it, it was just like it, it had been um, a demo car for. Oh wow! Okay. For like the manager, say or no more. <laughs> so it had like three thousand miles on it. Anytime you see a demo in the title, you know it's a lemon. But no, not even. It's just managers will take a car that they like and they'll take it and use that as their drive around car. Right. So it, it was it was a demo. It just had like like three thousand miles on, it, I think, and that's how she got a screaming deal on it. It'd been on the lot for like ninety days. There's like a glut of them in the system, so like nobody's <laughs> trying to deal or trade it. All they could do is just mark it down to like nothing. So that's what they did. Well, there's three hundred in this exact spec with lower miles for the same price. So let's uh, reduce let's reduce the price. Basically, what they did. Yeah. Um, so anyway, moving on to the fattest L of the year of our Lord, 2022. This is the single worst, I'm fine. possibly dumbest car story that happened uh, in the year. Okay. This is what really kind of sat with us over the course of 2022 of, wow, I can't believe that company actually did that. They really did this. They took the biggest stupid loss, and it is just a big fat sneaky L. Maybe, maybe they might have taken a gamble on something that gamble didn't pay off, or they Ma- stuck with something they shouldn't have. Maybe they stuck with something they shouldn't have. My choice will be Tesla and their stock price getting <laughs> annihilated because of their dumbass CEO <laughs> being on Twitter saying he's going to buy Twitter, and you'll hear and a lot then of people... getting stuck buying Twitter. <sighs> I'm like, oh, the whole market's down. I'm like, they're not down as much as Tesla is. No, Tesla is, like, getting annihilated. Like, it's really bad. The uh, only thing that will potentially save that company is, oh, I hope they just split off their charging IP into a different company, or they get rid of Musk. Like, those two things, either one of them could help the company rebound. I, I, they have to get rid of Musk. But, I mean, they absolutely it's the concrete to. galoshes of that company. He, he's really, really holding that company back. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, okay, so my pick, that was really good. I don't know if mine's going to win, but <laughs> BMW finally deciding to give the U.S. market an M3 wagon and then giving us the single ugliest design that everyone seems to unanimously hate and they still have not corrected in the mid-cycle refresh, even though it's a manual. They still haven't updated that nose. They have facelifted the car now, and it's still got the disgusting schnoz. Like I'm married to it. They, they're sticking I, to it. This is why I think is incredible. Well, you look up... 1995 Toyota Corolla UK. Yes, I will. All right. Now look at that car. Look how very different it looks. This is the center. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just look at that. All right. Now control T. Open up another tab. 1995 Toyota Corolla US market. 
just going to say Corolla because we're Googling in the U.S. Okay. Oh, this is the office space car. This is the best car of all time. Yes. So this is the 95 Corolla U.S. market, the AU101 sedan, normal car. Awesome car. Now, look at the British version. Same car, same name, but they went, this is what the British market would like. That wow. is completely different in every mm. way. I, would, I like the British version more. Okay. Um, well, it's a hatch, which is good. I know. Good. That's why I like it more. Also, it has decals on the side. Yes. It's very cool. I can't vote against the U.S. market. That's like the best. It's the most reliable car ever. They're the same car. Just one sub three-door hatch with a cam back. Yeah, but I don't like that. I love the cam back hatch. Oh, that's, I like the hatch. I don't yes. like three doors. But anyway, you can get a five-door five, okay. you, you oh, five as well. Yeah, yeah. Good. So good. you can get that as good. a five-door. Uh, so there is precedence for a company making the exact same car with significant changes mm. per market. The mirrors are the same. Yes, it's the same mirrors. <laughs> the same, and the, everything from the um, wheel so well forward is the same between them. Okay. Um, why doesn't BMW just make oh literally the same fucking car? You don't need to change anything. You Seriously. Just, it's, you need to change one piece of plastic. You don't even have to re-crash test it. That's how minimal the change would be. Yeah. No, it'd be the same thing. Like, the car literally would double in sales. If they brought a current-gen M3 wagon here, manual, rear-wheel drive, which is the only way you can get a manual, or rear-wheel drive, yeah. those platforms are married, with a face that looked like the F-Series, I might buy one of those. Can I? Can you bring up a photo of the... Just 1959 DeSoto Fire Dome. Uh, DeSoto Fire Dome. All right. Images. So. You want a front, a rear, or doesn't a Doesn't matter. Quarter. Any okay. photo of this car. All right. This is Virgil Eggsner. I mentioned him um, last episode about how he just totally lost his mind in the late 50s. Yes. And he made a huge gamble on having the biggest fins he could possibly get. Uh, right as a recession happened and big fins were no longer in vogue and hey that's a back to the 50s <laughs> <laughs> yes it is um so what they did is in 1959 they went we're gonna have just the biggest fins you've ever seen in your entire fucking life on everything every single car even a plymouth is gonna have them can you imagine brushing the snow off the trunk of this thing yeah, it's totally yeah, insane. Nightmare. Also, th th these cars, if snow fell on it, it would, it, you wouldn't have to brush it off. It'd just rust through. Oh, okay, good. It'd be good. on the ground Perfect. after that. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so you don't even but this to. is the thing. Thank you, DeSoto. They got hemorrhaged in sales for the 1959 model year. Why? Because there was a recession and nobody wanted big fins anymore. Because oh, big fins was, oh, this is how we got into a recession. Is there ah, was too showy and they wanted too I many see. gizmos. It's a BMW X6. Yes. Got so, it. what they did is they went, oh my God, what are we going to do? And they took the man who made the giant fins. And now, if you look up a 1962 Dodge Dart, two years later, he goes, okay, fine. I won't give you the big fins. I'll give you the worst thing you've ever seen from an unhealthy brain. Oh, that's all right. My trackpad click and drag. There you go. That's fine. That's fine. You just need the, you don't need a big photo of it. No. Th that's fine. That's enough. I don't need <clears throat> to see this car in higher resolution. Oh. So somebody further... took a grill and flipped it upside down yeah. and then pushed it yes. six inches forward. Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm. And oh, the... the back is just as bad. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh. He didn't do the fins because oh. he, heard, he heard, whoa, dude, don't do the fins. And then he just lost his mind. This is BMW. BMW went, hey, people aren't really liking the bangle design. 
And I went, what? They don't like the bangle design. Oh, let's make the rest of them bangles. Well, let's, let's, what am I going to do? And they just, they, they just, their head exploded. And then they just Virgil Exner the whole fucking brand. You know what they did? <laughs> is they loaded a copy of their design into MS Paint yeah. and they saved it out as a JPEG and they did that like 80 more times. And yeah. they just let the computer, it's yeah. like early AI looking for patterns. It's like, well. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Good enough. <clears throat> and they just, they just Virgil Exner the whole the whole fucking brand. And so, <sighs> would you believe me if I told you by, by 1964, when they fixed the design of the Dart, Dodge was back to having actual sales? I would believe that. Yes, because they made the car not look like that. That's the 2023 nose of this car. And it's just... I, I think that... The, I, I think I, I might have to give this to BMW, because this is the thing. The Tesla stock price thing has a simple fix. What we are seeing here... This also has a simple fix. This is the death of a brand. Look at the rest of this. It looks fantastic. Yes, but this this is the thing, is I think... How many sales did they make of the wagon? I don't, in Europe, it's probably selling great. I have no idea. Yeah, but here it's probably not. None. Yeah, none. I think that they looked at... They went, wow, we could fix this problem. They chose not to, and now they're going to pay the price. I bet that BMW in the long run is going to do worse because of this by not... Because this is this is systemic of an, a larger issue. Whereas the Tesla thing is just like, get rid of Elon Musk and you're good. Right. BMW is True. just... BMW is just devoid of all talent at this point. So, oh, everyone jumped ship because they saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. And like Tesla still has a bunch of good people and that could get fixed if Musk leaves. Or they just... If Musk leaves. I think we're going to have to give this... I'm going to give this to BMW. All right. Yeah, BMW, abs- absolutely. Because you're right. I mean, it's leaked past one model now. It's their entire Yeah, no, th- this is leaked, line. and uh, it- it's just a giant, giant fucking problem. All right, so Whew. let's talk about some good things. Good, please. Good things are, <laughs> what is the best automotive announcement of 2022? My vote is for Toyota selling so many GR Corollas in like the five minutes in 2022 that they were around, that they had to up production. <laughs> That's it's like cr- they didn't cap like the five minute sales window and they sold way too many. Yeah. And now they're like, holy crap. And so for 2023, they're like cranking production for like through the roof. Yes. That's great news. Yes. That is, that is a tremendous car. news I've heard in a long time. That is the best internal combustion news I've I didn't even want to read mine because yours is better. Yeah, I think that one just wins. What's yours? Uh, the EV6 GT and the Ionic 5 Yep, nope. It is the Corolla Expanded Production. That is the best news. Corolla GR. Yeah, specifically the GR. The manual-only, enthusiast-only spec. Yes. Of hopefully not the last that two They made a little bit bigger than the Yaris yeah. for the American market, but it worked. It, they, they, they crushed it. They totally did the thing, I've and st- it's great. I've still yet to hear a bad thing about the Corolla GR. So. All right, so... We're going to move out to our next award. This is the award that we are best known for. This is the Best Mirage of 2022 award. The Best Mirage award we were uh, revising because the Mirage kept winning car of the year. And so we just gave it its own award. The, the best, best Mirage of the year. And sadly, 2022 will be the last year of the Mirage. But it was still a year of the Mirage. Yes, it was a year of the Mirage. However, this award moving forward will be what represents a Mirage. It has to be cheap. It has to be slow car fast. It has to be a new car and quote unquote bad. But everybody that says it's bad has not driven one in anger. I have never seen anybody call a Mirage bad after driving it in anger. Yeah, because you get that fiery little three-cylinder noise, fun. and they're super light. I, I'm telling you, the Mirage is a great car. You mm-hmm. can just go to a dealership and test drive one. 
Yeah. Like, oh, because you know they still have them in a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you can just go there. That's what I did. Like you can just go there. Give them a fake info. And give you, them a, give them a silly phone number. They probably even have a sticker on the lot. Uh, maybe. Doesn't matter though, because even with the CVT, you're still getting the road noise. You're still getting the vibrations. You're still getting the feeling yeah, of driving you're a car. Not, you're getting a car is meant to drive 45 miles an hour at 80. Ringing yes. the neck of that little three cylinder yeah, quite the, as effectively. The, the five speed makes it much better. Also, screw the sedan. Don't buy a sedan. So for 2022, I am giving the 2022 Best Mirage Award to. The Mirage. I also had the Mirage listed. Wow! So I guess the Mirage wins. Yay! Good job, <laughs> Mirage. You won again. Congratulations. Everybody should buy one. I'm not lying. No, Just go buy especially one. Especially because they're discontinued now, and you will be able to get a deal on yes. one that's sitting. Oh, and the car market crashed. So if like you can get I money on the hood. trying very hard to buy one um, the last year, but I could not find a yellow manual. Mm-hmm. Because I found out they were discontinuing them. Well, even when you were looking at the Spark after we did a piece yeah. on it, we're like, uh-oh, they discontinued those midway through the year. It's like, yeah, you couldn't find the spec you'd want. Yeah, I wanted the spec. Like, I like <laughs> with the Spark, like, I would absolutely buy a red manual crank window Spark with, with the color-matched wheels. Yes, Damn absolutely. Right. Yeah. My pick for the best car that was discontinued in 2022 and i had to look at a few websites we should to find say, all this kind of stuff. our next award is oh the sorry. best car that was discontinued in the year of 2022 <laughs> i thought we were on that. no it's okay i just need to announce it and yes mine is the chevy spark with the red wheels with the red wheels you just can't even get a chevy spark anymore you could even get they made a not quite a cuv out of one where they just put some plastic oh, moldings yeah. over it yeah but, but it was still a spark it's still a spark. And it went cooler then. Cool. You could still get it with crank windows and color match wheels. And a manual. You didn't even have to color match the wheels to the color of the car. Oh, God. I you want a yellow a one bl- with red wheels. Yes. You can get a blue car with red wheels. You can option that. You can get a blue car with yellow wheels and support the Ukraine. Yes. That would be a, actually a very cool choice. It would be very base. Be like Adidas. Very cool. I chose the BMW i3, which I also didn't that know was still, was still in, in production. <laughs> What a tremendous car that was completely <laughs> left to die on the vine, just like I'm the Fiat 500. I'm more upset about that than I am the Spark. <laughs> I feel like if the Spark won an award, it would it would like detract from the Spark because the, the Spark does well in being like the underdog. Also, it was well. Oh, did that outlast the Mirage or mm, it's got to be no? Close. The Mirage outlasted. Ah, it. damn it! So, I was gonna say that car did being the cheap, slow car, fast, engaging driving experience value better than the Mirage. Only if it lasted longer than the Mirage, which it didn't. It didn't. No, it was like a not quite a Mirage. Damn. Like, but that's the thing. That's what makes it so good. Like, ah, it's even better. People know about the Mirage. Nobody knows. Nobody about knows the spark. about. Like, that's the hipster's Mirage. Found out I have a coworker with a Spark. Wow. Just is got it, hired. It's a, it's, it's a, a five door and it's a CVT. Oh man. I know. You know, they they were only five door, which was good. You oh, like good. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So you can get. I just I really want to get. I want to get LT with crank windows and car ranch wheels. Like Spark might win then because the I three was. Oh, it is a three four door though. Actually, mm-hmm. you know what you could do? Um, you could also get like the sporty Tupperware like bodywork on the bottom of it. <laughs> oh like you could get that every... option needs to be called sporty Tupperware. <laughs> that's that's what everybody calls the uh, body kits for NB Miatas that you get from the factory Tupperware. <laughs> so good. oh yeah, like the TRD stick on skirts and yeah, all that kind of uh, crap. Tupperware, just <laughs> sporty Tupperware. If that was an option box. I would take it every yes. time. But it was. Um, yeah, you you get like the sporty Tupperware like 
lower body work stuff on the base model with crank windows. Like, I could make a crank window car cost $20,000. Oh, yes. Just from throwing every option in the world. Like, you I get... like that it doesn't auto-upgrade to certain packages. No, no, absolutely not. No, you could get, like, crank... You can get crank windows. You can get, like, LED floor lighting, puddle lights. Leather seats, probably. Like, no, you can't get leather seats, but you could get WeatherTech floor mats oh. with your LED lighting. So you can get LED lights to look at your dirty floor mats. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That is what happens, though. I've yeah, got like, the exactly ambient lighting in my car. I'm like, ooh, that's format dirty. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it does. And you get like the upgraded stereo, so you get like navigation and like a, like a subwoofer. It takes up half your trunk. <laughs> Still have crank windows. Don't worry. <laughs> I love that so much. Like more manufacturers. It was also sadly the last car that had a crank window in it. In this country. In this country, yeah. That was. The biggest bummer for me. I'm really sad that I, I can. I am so bummed that I found out that you can get that with crank windows, like the year they're being discontinued. I, I would have. We, we talked about it I, recently. I would have bought that new over the Fiat. If you had known about it. If I had known about that when I bought the Fiat in 2020, absolutely would have bought a crank window car because I hate power windows. And you know they would have been on the lot. So hey, fuck, man. Whoops. I, I think, think we have to give it to the Spark. There are still other cars out there that you are know as what good that as car. That car really has never won anything in its life, and it deserves an award. So, the Chevy Spark was the best car dis- discontinued in the year 2022. Talk about a pair of cars that we recently <laughs> didn't think about and didn't realize were still in production. Yeah, and they're just like <laughs> they were wonderful. I loved them. Oh so, man, <clears throat> I we it's we've come to the end. We've come to of the Modis, the best new car. Of 2022. I had to Google this For one me, my choice. I You know, there was a lot of good stuff in 2022. That GR Corolla was really great. But I have to give it to the one vehicle I never thought I would see in America. The vehicle that I've always said, man, I really think we need more of these. I want a small truck. And the award for me Is would go to... Is that the Mini Ram 600 we never got? No, it would be the Ford Maverick. Okay. I want the tiniest pickup truck that I can buy in the country. I don't care that it doesn't have a manual option. It's the fact that it is a tiny two-wheel drive, front-wheel drive, mind you, pickup truck. You can get it without wheel drive, can't you? You can, okay. but the base model is two-wheel drive. And so, I saw a base model Maverick, and you know how I feel about, like, a cool car as a car brings me joy? Oh, yeah, base model Mavericks have, like, steelies and shit. Yes, it's steelies <laughs> and unpainted mirrors, and I got very excited when I saw base model Maverick yesterday. So the base model Maverick is absolutely my choice for the best new car 2022. Jana's dad was actually on the wait list for He one. should be. And he bought a Hyundai Santa Cruz because the wait list was six months and growing. And yeah, they're he, as hard to get as Broncos. Like yes. Like big Broncos. Yes. And so he ended up buying a Santa Cruz. He hates the Santa Cruz. It's been nothing but Hyundai problems. Oh, I'm like, no. oh, yeah, no, that sounds like Hyundai. Like, is it GDI? Yeah, and it's just like one recall after another. It's having transmission problems again. Like, every truck he has has transmission problems. I don't understand it. But, like, it's truly incredible. It's, like, you can get the Maverick as a, I don't know if it's a plug-in, but you can get it as a hybrid. That's that good. might be more reliable. Maybe. I, I mean, it won't have a power shift. That, yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, I think they. Good. I don't think they make them anymore. <laughs> I don't. After that litigation, I doubt they make that. They still, better not. I hope the guy at Meta is also fired and never working in cars ever again. But um, yeah, no, the Ford Maverick. It's just like it. It does what it does so well, and it's, I. I can't like. 
that's the card that everybody asked for and they gave it to us and it's sung at hotcakes. Like, even if it doesn't have a manual, like, ah, fuck, like, whatever, dude. Like, overall, this checks so many more boxes for the rest of the country and it is not to crossover and it does things better. Well, like, it's it finally, too, like, they gave us what we asked for, but they didn't put it into some absurd trim level that nobody can afford. Like, you can just go buy a base one and it's cheap. Yeah, you can get a cheap workhorse truck that's front-wheel drive. Like, that's fine. I would be getting one if it was, like, a little bit smaller could fit in my driveway. Well, I picked the Hyundai Ioniq 6 because this is the first car to go into production that actually focuses on the problem, which is efficiency. Hmm. It's not adding a bigger battery to a car. It's making it more aerodynamic and putting more efficient motors in it. And it it does look like the tits. I was a little on the fence when it first came out. I really like it. Yeah, it looks really good. It's a very attractive car. They made that, like, slopey roof line that I hate actually work by giving it a good rear end. But... It didn't, like, the, the rear end didn't fizzle out like it did on, like, the, no, the CLS. the CLS. Yeah, no, they actually gave it, like, a rear end. It goes, yes, that's a rear end. If you get one in black, it's just, like, it's very ooh, good. ooh. And they're going to give us an end version of that at some point, too, so. Yes. I don't know. You make some, I, you make I, some good arguments for the my Maverick. My thing is, is the Maverick proves that you do not need a third FT-1000 to have a functional truck. I loathe pickup trucks, and you can attest to this. So, yes. yeah, the Ford, I would rather... I would I want the, so much rather somebody buy a Maverick than an F-150. I want the Maverick to eat every full-size truck's lunch. Maverick it is. Ah, Maverick, run! Yes! <laughs> Best new car of 2022. Isn't a car at all. It's not a car. <laughs> that will be going on our wall of cool cars. Oh. Yay! I'm very happy. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so... We're, I'm going to find one with steels then and put it on there. No, I would have it no other way. <laughs> Good. I would be remiss if it had anything <laughs> other than steel wheels. Okay. So. All right, all right. Moving on. Off the, Modi's for 2022 are complete. 2022, yes. Now we're going to talk about our bear and bull market list. Now, we, yes. we have always been doing this. This is, we take our top five buys and sells of the year and top two holds. Uh, I call it bear bull market list because a bear market is a market that's like going down. It's something you don't want to be in. That's what our stock market is now. That's what the crypto winter is. It's not good. (laughs) A a bull market is when markets are overall rising. Things are selling like hotcakes. You're always making money. Bull markets are good. Actually, to the smart person, both are good, and they both have a purpose. A bear market is buying time. A bull market is selling time. Correct. And we just talked about a car last episode, and I cannot remember what it was, but I was going to add it to my list. I'm sure. Oh yeah, the Ermshire Aska. Uh, but it okay. But my category kind of already contains that, so we'll get into yes. it. Yes. So, um, my top five, <laughs> my top buys right now. It, first one, 1950s cars. Okay. 50s Americana. Your, with the exception of Tri Fives and C1 Corvettes and. Oh, that's what we've talked about because I'm like we've looked at a bunch of like really interesting, really affordable cars that like the Rambler wagon. Yeah, it's like. Lots of really very good 50s cars. Just I, escaped appreciation. <laughs> yeah, and like they either you're going to get something like a Rambler where it will forever be the same price, or you're going to get a car that cost a boomer six figures, and it is not a six-figure car anymore. <laughs> nope. It is depreciating. It is, I would say some of these are fully depreciated at this point. Big Fin Mopars are something that you're not going to be able to get because those actually – those it was very strange. Boomers never appreciated them. Like the like, talking about like a Polara. No, I'm talking like like the Christine car. Oh, okay. Like the, oh, okay. the Plymouth Fury. Sure, sure, sure. Stuff like that. Um, 
where like the cars that I just mentioned last episode where like uh, Virgil Exner lost his mind and <laughs> made a huge gamble on giant fins right as a recession hit and like tanked the, almost tanked the company. Yeah, I do recall that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but like the, uh, the, the ones that aren't that would be great to buy. Like Kaiser Manhattans are great. Hold on. <laughs> I have to Google that one. I think you were the weird one. Oh, okay. Sedan, oh, okay. That just looks like a only. weird shoebox with skirted wheels. Yeah, it's sedan only. Oh, Manual only. Oh, Flathead yeah. only. Oh, God. Yep, that's a good car. <laughs> it looks good. Uh, well, you and I disagree on that. Well, for a 50s car, I think it looks pretty cool. I'm sure. I, it looks like a 50s car. Yeah, it's a 50s car. I'm not even going to blow like, this up. You can also get like MGs of that era. Or you can get that look like pre war cars. Ah, they're not. Mm, uh, <laughs> I was itching for it. But they, they have the same look. You can get those. You can get 50s Fiats. That, like, there's a lot of cool stuff in the 50s. You can get like 50s Datsuns and stuff like that pretty cheap too. Yeah. Like you can get lots of things from the 50s that just either have gone undiscovered and are beginning to appreciate or things that have completely fallen off of a cliff and they are now at their bottom. Because now the thing is, is like... Millennials can buy cars. A lot of millennials don't know how to drive a manual. A lot of millennials don't give a shit about sports cars. You know what that's perfect for? A 1950s automatic land yacht with two automatic transmission speeds. Like, that is perfect for most people. As so, long as they don't skip leg day. Yeah, like... The, for the single circuit master. Yeah, and so <laughs> that's one of those cars is where it's like they're absolutely comfortable. You're going to enjoy it. Like, you can fix it with a hammer. They're going to be reliable. And it's not a daily driver. Exactly. And as I said with the big fin Mopar cars, they are appreciating. So some are actually gaining value, while others are just stagnant. And the ones that are stagnant are the ones that I would be all over right now. So, yeah, like Kaiser Manhattans. Um, like, Y-Block Fords, which were, like, the not flathead cars like the early ford mainlines right um random buicks late 50s yeah things that aren't things that aren't mopar things that aren't cadillac things that aren't tri-5 chevys well even the rambler i mean that we talked about a couple weeks ago it's like that car was like a good one was like five six grand yeah like the best (laughs) rambler in the world is like you i think like for like a number one concours d'elegance like if you wanted the world's greatest rambler you might possibly crack ten thousand dollars I think we saw that we're somewhere in like the 10 to 15 range, but they yeah. were very nice cars. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you might crack the 10 grand mark like, for a Concourse car. <laughs> right. So, yeah, 50 cars. Absolutely. What would okay. be your uh, first pick for top buy? Oh, I had to click away. Hold on. That's okay. Um, where am I? Oh, okay. I said. We're just going to go back and forth. Nine, 93 to 05 Honda products with a manual transmission. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even going to specify. I think I. Because they're all really good. You did. You had like actually. Civics. Funny enough, I actually have Golden Age Civics on my hold list, but I will explain okay. that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there it is, Golden Age. However, Civics. not what? Civics. Very good buys. I'm just not even talking about Civics. Yeah, like then, we no, just talked about the element, Honda's like Accord like, like, CRVs with sticks, like first gen CRVs with sticks are they, awesome. There's also a glut of because that was like the peak of Honda. There's a glut of weird Hondas that nobody's heard about that have Mugen variants. Like of course, Honda Inspires, <laughs> Honda Orthias. Like there's really strange Hondas that are out there. Mm-hmm. 
and there's like Canadian market cars, like which are all legal to bring in now too. Yeah. So like, did you not? know there was a Acura version of an EK Civic yes. in Canada? The yeah. Acura oh, EL. Weird. Very good. Very good. And car. they did those for a couple generations yes, too. Yes, they did. They still do actually. Okay. Oh, I didn't it, know that. It, they actually brought them here now. They're, that's what the ILX or whatever it is. The, sure. Yeah, the base model Acura. Is I remember seeing like a ninth gen Civic version of that in mm-hmm. Canada. I'm like, yeah, they're very cool. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I think manual <laughs> 03, 93 to 05. I would actually say manual 89 to 05. Sure. Because the 89 to 91 era was arguably Honda at its peak across the board. They I made, j- they just haven't driven one. one of those. That's why I didn't go that far back. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if you look at, like, the Prelude was great. The Accord was great. The Civic, they didn't have a bad car back then. Even the Legend was incredible back then. Even though like, it had that... With a weird V6. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, th- I think you're right about that. Honda products, the very good. Also, CD Accord V6 five-speed you can get. Those are fast. With a, the, one, the one generation only Orphan V6 that fits nothing else. That kind of reminds me of the uh, the ES250 and the Camry. Yes. V6 25 V625 Camry, as it was a second-gen Camry. Yeah. Damn. Really good, Damn. yeah. I mean, second gen V six. Those camera. cars, the 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 Acura, the, sorry, the the uh, the Accord too. Like the V six manual Accords back in the day were so bloody fast. I'm gonna, I'll let you know that the collectively every single person at Bringer Trailer is looking for a V twenty V six wagon. Oh yeah, but they're all rusted to shit. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. all everybody. It like every single person at Bringer Trailer wants one for a daily. Like that's a perfect classic car. I'm like, Fucking right. That's Keep a, a timing belt in it. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be a perfect classic car. God, All right, those are so good. Wish I was. I'm gonna say front engine V12 Ferraris. You're skipping Pajeros. Uh, oh, my bad. I will get to those in a second. Okay, but front engine V12 Ferraris. <laughs> yeah. Um, specifically the four five six. And specifically imported four fifty sixes. Look at if you go on Brantrailer.com or Brantrailer and you look at their graph, the four five six. It's like. I got next door just imported one from the UAE last year, yeah. and it was cheap. I mean, but they're really. Like, I know it was the first car to have the new V12 too, so it's like. Eh, I I don't have any intention to ever want one of these. I'm not a fan of them, but I will say, if you are looking for an Italian GT, if you want a 550, a 575, or a 612, and you can't afford it, please go get a 456 with a stick. V12 Ferrari front engine car is a very good buy you will be extremely right side up when you're done oh my god yeah yeah there's they, they are even going, with service costs I'm yeah, sure yeah they're, be they're going bananas and they're very undervalued for what they are because like a four or five six looks like a c5 corvette it, we've talked about, yeah it's the italian c5 it's an italian c5 i hate them but i'm coming around to them but i still hate them um but no, yeah no one wants one of those he should want one of those they're very good cars i just personally have a thing. Yeah, I would. But I also, I, I admit when I personally have a thing versus, like, I personally have a thing with Porsche. I don't want anything in Porsche. I don't like them. They I have, have a thing of, for four-seat, like, depreciation monster V12 Ferraris. Like, I, w- I would love a 612 Scalietti I, or an FF. I would absolutely 100% want a 400i. Unfortunately, they're appreciating, and I hate that. Yeah. And they've <clears> left affordability at least you could buy those from the factory with a stick or that was i would have to manual swap an ff for a 612 i would i would want the 400i with the th400 in it and the reason i would 
is so then I could sit there next to somebody. It'd be much slower, and it would make a longer V12 noise for Okay. Them. That's why. Because I'm not going to fool myself into saying that this is a sports car. I cannot even imagine hearing a V12 through that one-two shift on a TH400. Oh, yeah. It'd be like... So strange. Oh, God. It'd be very bad. But this is the thing, is I would... That car would exist to bring other people joy and to bring me comfort. Oh, okay. I'd drive that car smoking a cigarette. It'd be fine. All right. I I would smoke a cigarette in a suit driving that car. That's what that car is. It's a car made for comfort. It's a torque converter auto. Yes. Anyway. All right. My number two. Yes. E46 four-door manual. No other qualifications. Yeah. No, those are the last cheap, good uh, BMW 3 Series. Go get like an 01 or an 02 325 sport pack with a stick. I don't think the E90 is ever going to be cheap. Because they they became a known quantity. The M3s, for sure, are never going to get cheap. And even the normal ones aren't. Cause like even a nice one, yeah. Even a manual all-wheel drive like E90 whatever is just like there's they never became actually cheap like E46s right. did. Yeah, you could never pick up a running driving E90 manual for a thousand bucks. No, you couldn't. Like, but E46s there's a very brief moment in time on which you could. And like you can still find really well loved ones with a ton of miles that are in fantastic condition. And like seriously, get the small engine with the terrible get drag five speed. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, they're like all you're, they're you're all good. Getting the same interior, getting similar steering, like it's the experience. It's how well made they are, and they're attractive. I mean, the the styling I think has aged really well on those. Cars. They were the best selling cars in England when they were new. I and believe it made, that. made sense. Like they're just a perfect car. But like really good, really cheap. Ta-da. Yeah, perfect car. Um, I'm gonna say the Mitsubishi Payero and Montero, and the reason for that is. I added a link because I need you to see how comic. <laughs> I see there are. is a blue in here. Yeah, like I needed you to understand this. Like Eric, I think you should invest in this. Look at the prices on these. So the best one ever sold for forty six thousand, but they are and that's clustered around the ten. And that's an Evo for that matter. <laughs> oh my god! Oh look at this nine grand for this guy. Turbo diesel four by four. Why is that that cheap? Oh, it's an auto. Yeah, there's a very high automatic take rate, but still, compare that to the equivalent Land Cruiser. That's a third the price of an equivalent Land Cruiser for the same thing. Because you could get a, you could get a, a turbo diesel automatic Land Cruiser. Well, I remember driving. Was it Taylor that had one of these? Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, driving. Yeah, he, he had the three door, but like. Great vehicles. Holy crap. I mean, the, the, this is a, a back to that category. Like, if it's still here on this planet, it's a nice one. Yes. Because all, no all the garbage left. ones are gone. Yeah. All the winter beater ones rusted. And... Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're all good, and they're all, like, why is this this cheap? That's they're... a good point, because SUVs are so popular, and retro stuff is so popular. Have you seen how expensive Land Cruisers are? You cannot get into even uh, you cannot get into a functional Land Cruiser for under ten thousand dollars. It's ridiculous for and that's like that's a FJ forty with a hole in the floor. Uh, even like look at Forerunners, look at uh, yeah. uh, G- uh, GXs, what? all of that stuff. You look at it like are you insane? And then this what? This like, is a, this is a manual turbo diesel. It's fourteen grand. It's like perfect. Yeah, that uh, I think fifty thousand miles. That one, actually, yeah. yes, I, I did write that one. That one has a bunch of really good modifications on it. Like, that's ready to go, like, you can, you can go take that to Moab, like, right here, right now. You can go live in it if you need. Like, it has every good modification to it. A bunch of, like, quality of life stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. It's super clean. Yeah. It was a, it's a perfect, like, that is literally the best payroll I've ever seen. I mean, I'm not a truck guy, but that is, like, why is that cheap? 
and a forerunner isn't. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, there's no reason <laughs> if that I this was should be a penny under ten grand. The only vehicles I've ever lost money on have been manual Toyota SUVs. So like, I'm done with SUVs. But like, I would never in a thousand years consider paying the same or similar amount of money for an, one of those when this is something like that. Like, this is like you can't afford a G class. I'll just get that then. Yeah, I would get this over a G class. Because the G-Class is worth so much money, I'm afraid to use it. The world's shittiest automatic 2002 G500 is 30 grand now. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. This is half the price. This is 10 grand. Like, this is the best one, and it's 15. They're going for 5 to 8 all day on bringing a trailer. And so I'm like, for my next car, like, if I can get into one, like, I'm going to get a Piero Jr. Because it's exactly what I need is I need a K SUV. They sold this gen with a stick? Yeah. What the they hell? all came with sticks. Wow. Clutch and transfer case replaced in 2022. <laughs> like. These were, they must have just all been used up. Yeah. I, I just, I don't get how these are this cheap. There's so, there's no reason a Payero should be at all reasonably priced compared to everything else in the world. 24 valve V6 too. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, they're not, they're, they can't be that bad. No, they're great. Limited slip diff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is like, the thing is, the Payero only existed in the United States when Mitsubishi was at its peak. That was like one of the first things they killed was the Montero. And they had the Montero Sport in the 2000s, which was like, meh. That's literally the one I want. I want. Oh, my God. It's tiny. That's a K. It's the K. 1.1 liter four cylinder. All right. So check this out. The Payero Jr. is actually the perfect one because this is actually the K truck. That's awesome. But they put a 1.1 in it and of a 600. Oh, so this is like a yeah. hot rod. Yeah. That's how it's got the wide body on it. If you look. Wow. Oh, a, I saw it. Yeah, I saw the box. Flares. It's got a wide body because it's got 1.1 on it. So I'm like, that's a perfect truck. So this will wow. go like. This was $9,200. Yeah. In that spec. I and it's got that. a it's got a fender mirror, so I'm sold. Yeah, it's really good, and that's what I was like. And this one will go like comfortably about 90 miles an hour. That's plenty. That I mean, that's where it peaks. That's where it tops out. But this it's has like 30,000 miles on it. It's not like it's a, a new vehicle. Yeah, it's it's not like a you're gonna die 90 miles an hour. It's like this is 90 90 miles an hour. That's all the engine vehicle. will do. Yeah, it, I'm limited by the engine. And like the 600 cc one, like it runs out of puff at about. 65 so like the the pyro mini like it's still reasonable but the pyro mini isn't as usable on highways so the, the junior is a perfect one it's cheap it's the size of a shoe i can park it in my driveway the same way i would the fit and if i had one i would put a tiny plow on it so i could plow <laughs> the sidewalk in front of my house I would, does it have a two-speed transfer case? Yes, it does. Very good. It has all the stuff of a normal well, Pyro. I assume it's off-road ready. It's just it's very small. It, like That was the competitor to Jimny. Oh, yes. Oh, that's true. It's basically yeah, a Jimny for it's, free. Yeah, it's a it's a free Jimny. It costs like half the price. It doesn't oh. come with a convertible, which sucks. But like, Oh, that is kind of shitty. I know. But, but you probably don't want that on an old vehicle anyway. No, I'm okay with it. Like I, As long as I have air conditioning, a sunroof, I'll be fine. Did like, those... Yeah, okay. Uh, do the right-hand drive ones, are those all from Japan, so the stocks yes. are the wrong way around? Yeah, they're all from Japan. Damn it. No, uh, they're fine. You get used to it pretty quickly. Oh, I, yeah, you're probably right. It took me... Uh, when I drove Hips Pal for the first time, it took me about three blocks to figure it out. It's probably the same as getting used to right-hand drive. It's pretty quick. 
I got I got used to that right hand drive before I got out of the parking lot. And mm-hmm. I was three blocks away before I stopped hitting the wipers. Gotcha. So it was fun. I was yeah, driving it, TJ's Ute around. It took me a bit. Yeah, it doesn't take it doesn't take too long. Um, All right, what's so next on my list? Oh, okay. S sixty R and V seventy R. So I'm talking the O four and up. Ones. I drove an S sixty. It is entirely too fast, and I kind of hate it. They are really laggy. The transmissions are kind of mediocre. It was automatic, also. Oh, it well. was. I kind of hated it a lot. Also, it was a giant sack of shit. It was a friend Kyle's. They're not particularly well made, but no. I love how they look. They, they're actually reliable for whatever Yeah, no, reason. Kyle's had like 500,000 miles on it. It was the highest mile vehicle I've ever driven in my life, I think. And they have a space ball. Like, I understand that they're not great, but like they have a serious enthusiast following, but they haven't gone up in price yet. You know, Leslie Norberg had one in high school. Really? And I was, I, I was a passenger in hers, and that, that was pretty fun. We... I guess I guess the almost bought a V seventy R. The V's I like more than that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have to group them together because they're the same car. Yeah. We almost bought a V seventy R in blue with a like natural hide color interior Mm. instead of the three thirty five I back in the day. That would have been a very different life experience for you. Yes. You would have become a different person. No, we were still BMW people at the time, but no. But I mean, like that—that's one of those things where it's like the nav was so bad. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it would change your life outlook at that point. Like, yeah. for me, like, I'm much more accepting of Korean cars because my parents owned Hyundai in the 90s. And they were fine. Mm-hmm. They were just Mitsubishis. Yep. That's all they were. So. Yep. No, I, it didn't happen. But I, I still really like those. I could totally be wrong. But, like, they're not expensive yet. And they, they're, they, they tick all the boxes. So I do think those will appreciate. So I was right about XJs last year. Yes, you were. Yep. And now this year is going to be the XK8 XKR. Okay. Because they are very cheap. I um, have seen a couple XK8s and I'm like, oh. Well, well can, you, can you just like bring them up and bring them to her so people can see? Because this is a car where I need to demonstrate this. Like, vehicles that are highly underrated. Because this is the same Ford 42. Yep, V8. it's got the same known issues. Yeah, once you get them fixed, it's hey, a totally good vehicle. Hey, even one for sale right now. Yeah, I bet there is. We have, we Let's take like, one that's middle of the road. But here. if you look at, well, here, before we do that, look at the graph. Oh. Oh, it's all right. Oh, shit. We're, 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 we're here now. There we go. All right. But if you look at that graph. 15 at, is kind of the... the uh, yeah, but look at, look at what direction it's going. Oh, yeah. They're going up. I'm but telling him. There's, there's also some cheaper ones happening. Yeah, the cheaper ones are ones with problems. <laughs> yeah. You get one without problems. Well, actually, if you get one with problems. $6,000. If you get one with problems, it's a gamble. Because you really have to consider the history of the vehicle. Jaguar people are very picky. Because there's a lot of them that exist. Sure. And you can afford to be picky. So if you have a Jaguar that's got... 100,000 miles on it, even if you did the timing chance, it's going to be a cheap car forever. Yeah. And also, if it's ever had any sort of anything happen on its Carfax, for any reason, it's going to be a cheap car. <laughs> it doesn't need to be a crash. It doesn't... It could be any sort of thing on the Carfax. Mm, the oil was serviced at a non-independent Jaguar facility. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, if, if it had any sort of weird thing happen in its life, it will be very cheap. So this is 22,000 miles, and it's sold for $11,000. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, that's a screaming deal. And what does it say for the Carfax? Uh, it'll be the very Carfax last report. Does it say clean? Clean Carfax. That's fine. And a clean title. Perfect. That's what you want. It's a really good car. A lot of it them. It is new. 
a lot of them are terribly represented by sellers, so they are not putting in any effort into selling. How them. many doors are open, and how many trash cans are in every the single one? <laughs> this one even has like drive videos. Wow. Yeah, like they're they're really really good cars, and you know what they are like actually to drive. Wonderful, they're <laughs> absolutely wonderful to drive. Like the XKR is actually a really good GT sports car. I believe like, that. Like it's actually fast. Yeah, it is like. 400 horsepower thereabouts yeah like an xkr like that's an actually very good vehicle an xk8 if you want to get to a cheap gt car that's going to put a smile on your face xk8 done like you're going to enjoy it do they have like convertible top issues or anything yes every single one does okay but um (laughs) that's the thing is you just get one The, the thing is is you get one that's had chains done and make sure all the... Are they electric or are they hydraulic tops? Electro-hydraulic. Oh, okay. So you get all the... <laughs> yeah. uh, all, all the problems. But, they, the, but this, is, this is the thing, though. Um, they're very well-maintained. Yeah, I can like, see that. If you get one that's... Like, obviously, you have to do your research on them. Yeah, but it's like buying an SL of the same area. It's much easier to find a, be- a well-maintained XK8 than it is to find a well-maintained 129. True. Yeah, I could see that. Like, they they had a similar amount of maintenance that they require, but the XK8s, like, the only people at bottom were rich old white people. And they're great. Like, they're really, really good cars. Like, I cannot stress enough how fucking good 2000s Jaguars are. Like, I would... How good they can be. Yes. But, like... You do have to know a little bit, but, yeah, as long as you make an educated decision. But, like, I just, like, I would have such a hard time recommending a Mercedes from that era... When Jaguar exists. Well, I mean, they're going to have the same issues, yeah. And Which is why the 129 isn't on my list. Yeah, and also, like, if I'm looking at, like, a R... What's the one after the 129? The two, 230. The R230. If I'm looking at R230 SL versus XKR, XKR all day long, I would totally do XKR. It would really depend on the 230. I'd say XKR, because the 230s are always basket cases no, they're mechanically so good but the tops in the first year That's and a half mean. of production and then they have the abc suspension which is just a, yeah and some of them but this is the thing is jaguar air suspension compared to abc much better oh yeah well, any air. <laughs> abc was wish.com airlift is better than but, abc uh cats computer active technology s- suspension plus i mean the name the name cats yeah, there's so many cats everywhere in the car no i get it they, they just hide cats everywhere they could put a cat they put one i just spent four days with the ipache and i was like mm, i like that it's a cat it's great. Like, it's a wonderful vehicle. But there are there are some things about every Jag product that are like, I cannot believe they did this. It's a Jag. I know. That's what makes it's it a, a Jag. It's a it's Jag. A Jag. <laughs> like, they're wonderful vehicles. That's totally fair. I absolutely need one in my life at some point. Oh, my God. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you not, have to not, get it while the getting not, good. Not today. But, like, that's the thing. Is, like, they still make, like, cars that are good. The ones that I really like, like, my favorite ones are the worst ones. The AJ40s, the early 90s. Oh, like a Vandenpla? Oh, yeah. XJ6 Vandenpla. Mm. Mm, like, yeah. And again, like you know what to look for and you know what I it's going to take. So yes. you will be able to buy one of those basket I will, cases. I will totally be able to find a basket case. That, one that but looks the like a basket right case. kind of basket case. Yeah, the one that looks that like it can a, be mended. The one that looks like it is. The guy who just put in like $40,000 into a 70,000 mile like 93 xj 4.2 yeah 4.2 or 4 liter no it's not even the 4.2 it's just a 4 liter 
inline six because Jag made their own four liter inline six right before Ford bought them out, and then Ford promptly discontinued it because it was a giant sack of shit. Isn't I thought the last of the straight six was a four two. Is it just a four no, liter? No, it was just a four liter. Oh, okay, they, they went to a just four liter. It had a, it had like this like weird like squared off like valve cover. It looked like it was like front. It looked it was like the E thirty six of like. Is that before they took it and made it good for the DB seven? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was literally. That. I think it was actually the same engine. But I think um, so too. It's, it's comically large. It's like yes. it's like a, a wartime. Airplane. Yeah. It looks like an aero engine. That's yeah, so it's big. so big. Like it's just they're so silly. I love Jaguar. So everybody, yeah, Jaguar. I'm not like I'm not saying like I love Jaguars because I love Jaguar. It's not like as a joke. It's just like as a a product and b the price point. It doesn't make sense. Like why everybody's so gung ho about like '90s Mercedes when fuck like they were kind of having their ass kicked. I get it, but that's like. Why is a Boxster S the same price as a Z3? And there's always a reason. Well, yes. But it's not necessarily a great reason because the answer is you have to know what you're doing to buy this car. That is true. However, with a Boxster S, you have to look at the Boxster S. You get to look at an XKR. I don't think the... Look up at XKR versus XK. It, the XKR... It's still what... got the same taillights. When you, have, when you have the BBS wheels, you have the big the Brembo brakes. I get it, the but LED, it's still the same body. The, the, later, it, the later era where they start putting LED brake lights on it, like, shit, that looks really good. There's a one XKR copy image. Uh, it, it looks fine. It's aged well. It, I think this is aged very well for uh, what's on the screen. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, that's aged very well. That looks fucking good. <clears throat> I love that. I don't like giant wheels. Oh, I do. I hate giant wheels. I love that. But do I get that, or do I get like an SL six hundred silver arrow? I'm gonna go SL six hundred silver arrow. Take this or the. That's fine. I'm glad that both markets have cars. But this is the thing: is I would take it because of the price. They're the same price. If they were the exact same price, yeah. Mm. SL six hundreds are worth nothing. Okay. Yeah, SL six hundred silver arrow. Yes. Five hundred silver arrow. This. I, well, I'd take the 500 because that's actually reliable. Oh, it doesn't need chains. No, it's going to have a wiring harness. And no. It's going to have water-based water paint. D- uh, well, yeah. It's going to have But the top. SLs never got driven. If the it's top's currently working, top. it's fine. <clears throat> Again, you have to know what you're doing to buy either of yeah. those cars. <laughs> anyway, that's enough of that. All right, what's next on the list here? Uh, oh, uh, F430. And I'm only saying that because you can still get an F430. They're cheap. For like ninety grand, if you know what you're doing, they are cheap. And manual swaps are now a thing. Yes. And if you manual swap a four thirty, that is a damn good car. I don't like anything about the four thirty. Super ugly, but it sounds bad. But the, they are they're pretty good to drive and they're really reliable. So if you want a modern Ferrari, it's cheaper than buying a V twelve front engine one. And the manual swaps are a thing now, so that's the whole reason I say four thirty. And I'm specifically talking about buying a paddle shift one and like a shit one. Just to manual swap it. Yeah, that'd be fair. I, like, I don't like 430s at all because I don't like the design of them. I would never buy but, one. But I understand. Yeah, that's fair. I'm, put, I'm putting my personal biases aside that's, for this entire thing. Yep, that's fine. Um, and speaking of such, actually, this is something I would buy. This is a weird thing. And I know that, like, everybody's going to go, what the fuck is Ryan talking about? But domestic front-wheel drive, <laughs> 80s and 90s coupes. I'm just picturing the notchback rear window right now. I'm talking <laughs> the Chevy Beretta, yep. the Ford Probe, the Toronado, the Riata, 
those things. Yep. Really good. I'm specifically not talking about any of the Chrysler LHS shit. That doesn't belong here. We're not talking about that. We're not talking, we're not about, talking about Mustangs. We're not talking about Avengers because those are all wheel drive. But we're talking, well, no, not Avengers. Actually, Avengers do count. Yes. Because they are front wheel drive. Yes. But um, to a lesser extent, the Avengers. Those are also kind of late 90s. Yes. With the 80s and 90s. That like the era of like. The GM10 and the W size cars yeah. with the 3800 Series yeah. 2 and a 4T45E. The, the very <laughs> end of the K car. When like, they'd got it figured out. Just, just picture in your mind right now. Close your eyes, listener. And. And listen to the 3800 Series 2. I'm thinking, close your eyes and <laughs> Keep think closed. of when your parents used to take you to Raceway Park down Shakopee in like 1997. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you're, you look down mm-hmm. at the spectator drag mm-hmm. and you see there's like a K5 Blazer and what's next to it? It's a Beretta. Yep. That car is so nostalgic. I love those cars. I unironically really love Berettas. Well, uh, I want a Beretta. There are there was a um, uh, a Buick. What was the Buick called? That was that exact same car. The Tornado. No, that's Oldsmobile Tornado. What was the Buick? The Buick Regal. Yeah, but like you could get the 185 horsepower quad four with the Getreg five speed <laughs> in that, and they're 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 worth nothing. Oh, they're so they're, good. They're worth they are zero dollars. They're <clears throat> fucking. Awesome. And they're really good. <laughs> so good. There was an entire like spec racing series for those. Yes. Back in the day, a factory sponsored one. Yes. No, they're very good cars. Mm-hmm. Like these cars are awesome. They were worth literally nothing. I rode a Beretta the other day. Those were engineered to be race cars from the get go. Actually. Yes. They, you're not exaggerating. I literally wrote a Beretta. Um, the other day, talk about a, a nothing car with a really fascinating history. Fucking great car. You know why they're discontinued? Because of the copyright issues. Yes. <laughs> I do like them parking the Beretta in front of the gun factory and just losing um, the keys. <laughs> so I, so I <clears throat> wrote a 19,000-mile 1989 Chevy Beretta GTU 5-speed. Oh, my God. How much did it sell for? It was no reserve, and it sold for $26,000. So the world's best Beretta. Oh, man. <laughs> it, is, it is the titties. It is the absolute fucking titties. I can't get enough of this oh, car. Oh, man. I, I'm, I'm putting a link right here right now because I almost, if I. What about a Grand Prix Turbo or something like that? If Just, I had, yeah, exactly. The McLaren Grand Prix, but yeah. look how good that is. That thing it literally looks like it was taken in 1989 with yeah. the world's best camera in the it's dealership. It's so good. I love that car. <laughs> I love everything. Is that oh, is it's a exa- V6 even. That is exactly how it left the factory. And Donguel. Yep. Donguel with a manual. Or, uh, yeah. In a V6. In a V6, that's what I meant. Ah, oh, man. I, I prefer the quad four because the, the two-way push rod is it, very it, meh. But Well, this is the thing. Is they, later on, they put in the 3.1. The 2.8 was 1989. It was like 88, 89. Right, but they never put in the 4 cam. So, like. No, you don't want that, actually, because the 4 cam kind of was a, a basket case. Yeah, but the quad four was good, and it was lighter. Yes, it was. But, um, yeah, no, the 3100 actually you can get some power out of them. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, the, they're, they're reliable. So, like, you could buy this and have a great time with the car. But it isn't just, like, the the Beretta. But, like, there's the Oldsmobile Tornado and the Riata, which are great. The Ford Probe is, like, totally slept on. Like, I well, unironically want... Good powertrains. I unironically want a Ford Probe. 
Like, totally. I've joked about the Toronado being a collector car for so long that it actually, like, I, I feel like I manifested the Toronado actually being a good buy. The 90s Toronado, it's worth the, mentioning. Yes, the 90s Toronado. <clears throat> the 80s Toronado is, weirdly enough, actually worth something now. And I, I hate that, but... <laughs> The 90s one where they're actually, like, cool-looking? Like, yeah. Well, and the Riata with its CRT touchscreen and all that other bullcrap. And you could get all that in the Tornado as well. Yep, yeah. Because... Yep. That was an even more upmarket car. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see if we have listed one at Bring a Trailer. But, yeah, that Beretta I wrote was just, like... Man, it was so good. <laughs> so mint. <laughs> it was just so primo to like write that. Uh, oh, we did, yeah. So it was a uh, 1990 Tornado Trofeo, 12 grand. Oh my god! And it looks incredible. Like also Tornado Trofeo is like the coolest car name. Ever. Oh, it's so cool. What do you drive? I drive a Tornado Trofeo. Like yeah. I'm like, oh my god, is that Italian? I'm like, the, no. This is the car of this isn't the car somebody lives in a trailer like, park. Yeah. This is the guy that owns the chain of trailer parks, owns a Tornado trophy. And he bought it new. Yeah. Look how cool <laughs> that looks. Like Is that, that flip up headlights? Yes! But like the wheels and the everything. Everything's oh color matched. And it's an Oldsmobile. Yes, and the rear end is awesome. Oh my I god. I love the rear end. 3800 Series 1. I just love that so much. Oh, God. Look at the overhangs. Oh, <laughs> uh, the overhangs are incredible. <laughs> you add up both overhangs, and it's more than the wheelbase. Yes. It's just, it's unbelievable. Very low refrigerant. I love the wheels. The wheels are so good. Yeah, and like the warning lights. <laughs> the warning lights are just silly. Oh, the anti-lock light is on. I don't know. I'm sure not, nothing on this works. But, like, man, that's so cool. Like, oh my god, just such a great car. Somehow they coaxed 27 miles per gallon out of this on the freeway. Did you see the sticker on yeah. the manual Beretta? It was 29 highway. Yeah, oh, very good because <laughs> it's probably got like a double overdrive <clears throat> for that fifth gear. Yep, but um, yeah, yeah like this is a great car. $25,000 for his trophy when it was new in 1990. All right, in the interest of time, I'm moving on to my next pick. The BMW M2 non-competition. So like yes. the first year Good N55 yep. M2, awesome. They're very super good. reliable. They don't have any of the later actual M3 engine issues. They're not very expensive. You can pick one up in the high 30s now if you really know where to look. Great car. And if I didn't own yeah. a 1M, and they'll appreciate it. I mean, Th- that's the thing with the M2 is it's just it's not an, a 1M. And we're also saying the M2, not the M235. Correct. The I'm talking, M235 yeah. does not matter. No, no, no. But, like, the M2 was sparsely enough sold, especially with a stick, and I'm talking stick. Screw the DCT. Yes. Um, But, like, those cars, uh, a lot of more daily driven, used up on the track, things like that. But they'll never appreciate, like, the 1M will, but they never depreciated to the point of that either. Or, sorry, they depreciated way more to that point, too. So you can pick uh, an M2 up for a lot less money, Mm -hmm. and you can just use it guilt-free and still make money on it going forward. Yeah. Like, they've already bottomed, so just get one now. Yeah, get one. Absolutely. So, my sell list. Uh, it looks like you don't have a sell list, but you can put yours together. I do. It's just oh. not many. Okay. So, my sell list, um, I'm going to start it out with the Porsche 356. Specifically, the 356s. Okay. Because, first off, uh, the replicas are actually better to own. I believe that. In every way. <laughs> like they're just, they, you, you lose nothing. They sound like it. They look like it. They're... Yep. They just are the same thing. And usually the 
powertrains have been like kept up on with more yeah. modern technology. And like, so, hey, it doesn't have points ignition anymore. Well, this is what's <laughs> wacky is the replicas are creeping up in value on the lower quality actual ones. Like I, I sold a replica at work the like uh, last week, and it was like ten grand over the cheapest three fifty six we've sold in the last year. Damn. It was like it was super cool. It's like I a mid engine like, like, to like it, this is like a mid engine <laughs> like Subaru Forester like Damn. engine with like a two wheel drive Subaru rear end or like transaxle yeah. on it with like the rear end like capped off. It's a very cool build and like but still like that's the thing is like huh. the peak of replicas are is now higher in some cases than the lowest quality 356 and I like that that's becoming a yes. thing where people are paying for the experience not not the car. Right. Yeah. And like this is the thing is I love the actual real 356. I like tapping on it hearing metal. Like that's cool. There are some replicas that are all metal bodies yes, though. Yes, that's true. Uh but that's the thing is like I don't know, if like a 356 like a 356 is a lovely car at $50,000, not a lovely car at $100,000. No. And these have spent a decade wildly overpriced. So I'm okay with this. Um and then my other, my next one, 308s. Okay. Ferrari 308s, get out of them. Because they are overvalued, I think. They're wildly overvalued. The Mondial is getting more, it, it, even that's like. Well, I know those of, appreciated yeah, too. Yeah, those are like appreciated out of the realm of possibility. They're not that great, realistically. I love 308s. I love Mondials. They're not good, though. Well, especially like the pre QV cars. Like those, looking at the prices, I'm like, are you serious? No, it's that's no, not. No, no. You no. just really like Magnum PI. Like that's the only reason you want this car. So you love Magnum PI, and that's that fine. Is it, true. You should you should admit that. That's okay. Yeah, that's true. That's a totally fine reason to buy a car. Yeah, but I still that is not a way to store value. <laughs> that is, a, like, you could honestly sell your three hundred eight this year, and I bet you could buy a three hundred eight in five years and be money save ahead. Your, be 20 grand ahead. But the thing with the 308, too, it's not to the point where the cars were reliable enough to use every day. No, they're not good. No. No, they're like very the, much so a 1980s Italian vehicle. They're terrible. Yeah, they're yeah. Magnetti Morelli mechanical injection. Mm -hmm. And, like, the engines have problems. Yeah, no, they're not good. Like, there's a reason that they were parts cards for a long time. Because <laughs> they're not good. Oh, they no. Suck. My Lancia Thema 832 needs an engine. Where will I go? Oh, um, there's a 308 over there. Next one, Datsun S30s. Remind me what that is. The 240, 260, 280Z. Okay. Not oh, the yeah. ZX. The no, Z. I know. Like the they've good early always one. been silly expensive. They've now, I feel that they've priced themselves out of what most people want because now people are buying a like a two plus two, mm -hmm. which is like a big no no because the two plus twos are terrible. Well, and every single ugly. When I say every single part is different, the bumpers, which have nothing to do. With the two plus two bit are different. Every single body panel of that car and thing that goes onto that car is different. The headlight buckets are different. Everything is different. There's nothing that bolts together. It's a different car. It's a completely different car. But people are buying those because that's the affordable way to get into S30 ownership. Like it's just silly. Don't do it. There's so many other great cars in the world that exist. That's like somebody that buys a six series and discovers immediately that no two model years share any parts. Yeah, like it, it's so silly. Like they're oh. not good. Uh, but the the two seater cars are good. They're just the, again overpriced because yeah, people like, bought into the hype. Yeah, they yeah. they got bored over the pandemic. Oh, cool! I want to buy my childhood car back. And, and they're like, well, well, it's like you, no, you get, drove the market up. Thank you. Yeah, like you you can get 
any number of other cars that are better at this point. Like, if I was in the market right now for a 240Z, yeah, uh, I would buy a, depending on the reasons why, I'm going to give you three other answers, uh, a Celica. Okay. Like an RT40 Celica. I would buy a Series 3 X or Series 2 XKE, which okay. is the inline six, not the V12. Yep. Uh, inline six XKE, or I would buy a S130, which was the 280ZX. I know we've talked about that those, one before. Those are the three cars I would buy instead of an S30 because there's. There's about like a fifteen grand difference between what the average S thirty is and what it's really worth. Like, they're fifteen grand to twenty grand cars for your most of them. It's the early two forty tax. Yeah, and it's it's yeah, it's the same thing. But it's just like a lot of them are just they're very very good cars. Don't get me wrong, like they are right. incredible, great. Like, there's a reason that people like them. But there's also a reason for why they transact for what they do currently, and it's not a good reason. Yeah, and it's one of those things where this is the the S thirty is the Gen X like Tri Five. Like, oh it's, yeah, it's the Gen yep. it's the Gen X muscle car. Like yep. you're at that point where this a, a 240Z in 2023 is buying a 70 cha- like Challenger in like 2005. Or it's an 850i six-speed for me. Exactly. Like, it's a bad time to be getting into one. <laughs> yeah. You are never going to get your money back. Not to say, again, not to say if it's you, a bad car. If you really, isn't. really, really love one, and it is like, you need this and there will be no other substitute, get it. Sure. Um, and then my uh, last pick is going to be 70s trucks, period. Like square body Chevys. Square body Chevys, high boy uh, Fords, mm. uh Dodge D series and Ram Chargers, uh, K5 Blazers, um, Bullnose Broncos. I mean, OG Broncos yeah. were, have always been just unaffordable, but like the Bullnose, like 80s ones. Don't. Just sell them. <laughs> Don't try to get in. What about Bronco 2s? Bronco 2s are great. I know. But they're still appreciating. But like, right, but are they overpriced currently? I don't think they are. No. So okay, and yeah. that's the thing is like when, but that's that that is exactly what the problem is. I should not be genuinely looking at a Bronco too, because like you're just in such a hot market. Like they might have a little bit more to go. Yeah, but like now, literally everything is just so bananas. Well, like, yeah, but I mean, it, it's still the asking prices are stratospheric, and some things are still transacting for that. But we are we're on the way down in this yeah, cycle. So yeah, and it's like try you're, to you're, capitalize what you can. You're running into so <laughs> many other options where nobody remembers these being new. Right, that is going to be buying these, and like they're just kind of like they're cool. Don't get me wrong; these are very awesome trucks. There's a good reason that they should be worth all the money, but also it's like. I don't know, dude. Like, I love a K5 Blazer. I want a K5 Blazer very badly. I want At a, Ram, a price point. I want a Ram Charger. Am I going to spend fifty grand yeah. on like an International Scout too? No. I, like, I'm absolutely not going to spend fifty grand on a Scout too. I like this vehicle, eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah, worth. I like this vehicle where I can use it. So, and that's the thing is like, you might be able to hold this or something, but uh, you're. Not get, it's gonna be harder and harder, I think, over the next couple of years. And you to had sell high one. FJs on here too. I mean, to that same point, I mean, they've gotten so mm-hmm. expensive. We, we just talked to you, any Land Cruiser too. It's like it's to the point now where it's not a car. Like no, it's, it's an investment. Yeah. Like 
the high end land cruiser market is going to be, um, I think, cratering because, like I said, like look at those payeros. Mm-hmm. They're literally pennies on the dollar. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Quite literally, you could get yes. <laughs> and for uh, the peak FJ forty is well over a hundred thousand dollars. Damn it. it! It is literally one one hundredth. The price you can get, you can still get a thousand dollar pyro. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna like, be shit, but yes. But you can still take get a thousand dollar pyro right. in which you could use to go off road. Right, but it's it is one tenth realistically. It is literally it is one tenth to get a good one is one one hundredth to have a functional one. Like it is just silly. So what's your top five? Uh, okay, for my sell list, I've got sixties muscle. So yes, late sixties muscle. Okay, yep. get out of them. I think they're overvalued, just like we were talking about with the 240Zs. I think they're in that same camp. People bought them for the wrong reasons at the wrong time, and right now they're just they're transacting for more than they should. Uh, that, that is true. There are some choice models, I should say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we have to blanket you're, because... You're, you're not going to get an AMC Rebel to get good money. You're not going to sell your AMC No, no, no. Marlin. I'm talking like Mopars. I'm talking like Camaros. Yeah, the, the big names. The like, big names. Yeah, the, like your, your top ten. The like, Meekum cars. Yeah, like, like a Buick GS. Like, sure. yeah, Buick GSs, like Mustangs, like stuff like Mopars. Correct. The, the, Mustang, the, depending on trim. You Google <laughs> 1968 muscle car. The ones that come up in the top bar are Google. GTOs. Yeah, those. those. Yeah, things, GTOs, yes. the big ones. They're... They're cyclical. They're mm-hmm. they're they're a market commodity almost. I mean, they're they're at the peak. So get out of yep. those. Next one probably going to surprise you a little bit. F three fifty fives. They're up quite a bit in value, and I think it's one of those things. In five years' time, they'll you be at the same value. Like, I lo- I'm it. not yeah. getting rid of my car. Great, but like one just like mine transacted with the same odometer yesterday for one hundred eight thousand dollars. <laughs> what? Yeah. Last time I did an insurance valuation on my car was worth seventy eight. So like they're up you, a lot right you, now. You need to get another evaluation. No, God, I just I key in whatever I want, but I pay more for the insurance oh, at that point mm, too. So I'm happen. like, I'm if somebody lit my car on fire, seventy eight's fine. Uh, that's why I'm saying get out of those right now because I think they're they're a little overvalued right now. They okay. will continue going up in the future, but like the service cost, you cannot ignore that. No, those cars will always be a little bit lower in value than a three sixty just because of that servicing cost. Uh, after that, I have the like the Ford OBS, but like the last two years of it where it had the power stroke. I don't know if you've looked at the values of those lately, but they're ridiculous. Really? Like a 96 or a 97 F-250 Power Stroke is worth way too much money. Yeah, Same no, thing as the are, 70s yes. truck. Yes. So I'd get out of those and get something newer. I think that they're because of the 70s truck. I think yeah. so, because it's like you can have a, a truck that looks and feels like the truck you grew up with in the 70s, but you have like a really good modern diesel engine. You can still use it for yeah, literally it's everything. Still, it's silly expensive, but it's still a fraction of the price of what a high boy equivalent would be i will yeah. take your word for that i don't research trucks that much but i recently I, I saw one of those and work like, because apparently hot rods means pickup trucks and like just <laughs> anytime i look at the, any used pickup truck value i'm like I, I cannot believe you're getting that for that but um then two bmws e36 yep specifically the m3 holy shit they're not good don't like, lie to yourself they're not well made they're great parts cars for e30s but like if you have one of these cars in your garage right now sell it because like people are actually paying like 20 30 grand for an m3 sedan why no idea there, huh. <clears throat> i i have driven those multiple times i've owned a few i don't get it they're fine but like do you know what it isn't better than an e46 330 you know, manual you know what i do every time i drive an e36 I go wow it's a really good car and you know what i do when i drive 
An E46? I go, that's a really good successor. And like, you know what you do when you get out of an E46? The door panel stays on the door. Yeah, you don't get back into the E36. And you don't stare back at the rust in your immaculately maintained door sill. So get out of your E36s. Yeah, that's fair. The last one I've noticed, E38s are going bananas. Like the 8s? No, the 7 Series. Like oh, seven specifically series, yeah. the last facelift sport pack cars. Oh, yeah, I see what you The ones yeah. with the timing chain rattly shit. Like, no, why? What the fuck? One with no rust, no other prequisites is 20 grand now. When did that happen? That Those were $7,000 cars two years ago. They're they're overpriced right now. Great cars, overpriced. All right, I'm gonna, I've got two. Was that your whole list? My whole list. Perfect. Hold list. Muscle cars, all of them, including the ones you said. <laughs> okay. You own them for life. Okay. Right. That, that you've missed the boat. That boat, sa- that boat sailed with the, rece- the, the great and recession. Again. Those cars are commodities, genuinely. So yeah. time in the market beats timing the market. So if yeah. you keep that car and you love it, keep it. Yeah, it's going to... it's gonna Eventually, appre- it'll be worth more money. It will appreciate slightly more than inflation, I guess. Probably. But you now own a bond. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like a really low-yield bond. It's <laughs> a low-yield bond that you have. With a big penalty. <laughs> that you, every second you spend driving it or using it decreases the value of it. So you have a bond that you cannot use. I love this bond. I hate that. I like. Trust me. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. I love the <laughs> concept of big power, dumb power. Like that makes sense. <clears throat> the price does not make sense. No. Like I like a I, I like a good muscle car. I, I like myself a G body Grand Prix, but I don't like myself a Buick GS. You can no. get all of the experience. Yeah. For a fraction. Yes. And you know how I mentioned like those cars like AMC Rebels mm-hmm. and Marlins and like the oddballs that like love an AMC. Yeah, like just like a random Buick that's not a GS I go a saber with like the right options, a well optioned out like Oldsmobile, whatever. It's, like it's the purest a elitism Grand Prix mm-hmm. that's not a GTO. What about a Tempest? Yeah, Tempest, like same thing. There's a lot of I'm like, oh, this one doesn't have the badge cars. on it. Like, yeah. There's a lot of big power cars. Like you can get a Grand Prix with, uh, you get a Grand Prix with a um, a tri power intake, a, a three uh, two barrel carburetor well, intake. Don't Makes ignore it actually quick. A lot of those people have put in the higher trim engines and powertrains in these cars, and they'll yeah. never be worth any more money no. because of it. So, like, no. if you're looking for that experience, go for it. Don't for pay it. for it. Yeah. that is entirely an option. Yeah, it, it, but if you're if you have a muscle car and you were considering selling it to make some money, no, hold on to it. You own it for life. You're, it's 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 going to be the same price forever. Um, and then Golden Age Honda Civics, yep. specifically, <laughs> not Hondas, Civics. That's fair. You have missed that boat. Uh, you are they're not, they're not appreciated entirely. But the Golden Age Civics, I would not buy one. I would not sell it yet. But I would hold on to it. Um, because that car still has legs on it. I think Golden Age Civics, so we're going to see them probably peak at around 30 grand, I would say. And that's going to be for like your SIs. That means like I could see a day where like an EK Coupe EX is a $25,000 car. I, I, hate, I hate that. I see that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I could totally imagine like, like Chase's wife Clarissa's like car totally yeah like to millennial that car to a millennial is your like 68 gto on crackers i mean yeah but like 
look at look at the value proposition there. Like, yeah. look at what a new car would cost you. Look at what a five year old mm-hmm. used car would cost you. I'm like, this I is I would cheaper. never buy one right now. No, and like, but I, I would totally keep it. You know, like, I love VM ones, but like, they're they're too much already. Yeah, no, they're too much, and they have legs. They will <laughs> continue to. Appreciate. Oh yeah, because you know what? Everyone else loves them because yep. you know what? They're really good. Yeah, they're really great. Yeah, I think you can still maybe possibly get some dumb luck and get into like a. EF, like low spec EF or like a VX EG, maybe if you find like some dingus that has it, it or will be automatic. Probably you find a car with issues too. I mean, they won't appreciate as quickly. If you can find any like <clears throat> functional civic for under two grand, buy it. Oh, hell um, yes. yeah. But like, other than that, I wouldn't sell them. I wouldn't go out of your way to go buy one. If you find one in an accident for cheap that like an estate sale, buy it. But like, <laughs> I wouldn't, you know. There's a lot of if if ifs there. Yeah, I would. I, I would never recommend going into '90s Honda Civic classic car ownership for anyone right now because you have missed the boat of big profits. It's now at a point where you don't, you can't really use it that much as a car. It, they're so easy to steal. Unless you're getting out of an S30 for way too much money to get into one of those or like something like that. Yeah. Where you're timing both of the markets. Yes. That would be the only if reason. If you're coming out of an S30, buy a Civic. Right. <clears throat> I can't imagine there's too many people in the world that are getting out of an Probably S30. Probably not. Because most of the people are getting out of S30s right now or their next seat is going to be a wheelchair. I was going to say they're buying a CA Corvette. <laughs> no, they're, they're getting out of their car because they're going into hospice. <laughs> <laughs> I would not recommend that to anyone. So what's your, what's your holds? Uh, my holds, E90 M3. Yep. Specifically the non-nav 6B, but you know what I mean. Hold it, yeah. All of them. Makes sense. Uh, 70s Malays. Like, if you own any Malays car, just hang on to it. Pontiac Can-Ams. Google it. It is the coolest. What year should I just, Google? It, they only made it for... <laughs> it was one car. It was cool as fuck. But it was the peak of Malays. This is... Oh my god! Yeah, that uh, front end is just yeah, like it's oh screaming nineteen. This, this is the sort of car that, like, if you are otherwise, you need to put this on the screen for people. I, I, I'm trying to get the image up quick. With the Pontiac Can Am, this is the sort of vehicle where, if you are a otherwise responsible person, there we go. You will leave <clears> your family <throat> to go buy cigarettes and never come back. Yep this this, this is, is the official car. This is the official of daddy car. didn't come home. Yep, this is the official deadbeat dad car. Hundred percent. But again, this car I cannot imagine is worth a goddamn thing. They're worth all of the money. Really? Why? All of the money. Why? They're because look how cool they look. But it's a '70s car. If you want a malaise car, that is the coolest thing in the damn world. But my point was this none of the, the malaise cars are worth anything. This and is, some of them the, are good. No, this is the this is the deadbeat dad. Like this is the F40 of NASCAR fans. Like this is. <laughs> No, dude. Okay. Well, my my reason is I that they're actually worth money. I appreciate <laughs> your Can Am thing, but like my my argument, which is the same but different, is the fact that like a lot of them are actually pretty good and they're worth literally nothing. So if you have one, hang on to it. Yeah, and they're, they're hang on to it. Don't go out of your way to buy them because like I don't know what the hell that market's doing. <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, the only way you could figure out this market the is F forty of NASCAR. <laughs> this. This is the only way to figure out this market is to go to Turtles and Shakopee on like a Tuesday night during a NASCAR race. Oh my god! And go smoke a cigarette and talk to the person next to you. Oh my That's god. the only way to figure out this market. Oh my god! 
That's very. You need to talk to NASCAR <clears throat> fans. I don't know what the fuck's happening there. <laughs> uh, uh, all EFI Japanese '80s cars. Yeah, don't. They're no, done. No. Every uh, they, they, you've missed the boat. Yeah. That was when you could own your aspirational car and just continue to use it as a car because yeah. they work. Yeah, and that's where it came back to that Isuzu. Yeah. I, that's probably an EFI car because it's turbo. It is in the eighties. Yeah, so like it's just anything Japanese eighties EFI. Keep it, and don't sell it. Don't sell it. Don't buy it. No, 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 because you'll probably worth too much money. My hey. last one is a really oddball one, but the E seventy, so the two thousand ten to two thousand fifteen X five with the diesel. Okay. For whatever reason, those cars are only worth about nine grand right now. That's all they should be worth. No, they're tremendously good. Really? They do like 28 MPG on the highway. The engines never break. The transmissions Why never break. Why should on your buy list? Well, actually, that should be on my buy list. Never guys... mind, listeners. That should be on the buy list. Okay, that's fair. Sorry. Um, You know, my Subaru, my very awful I uh, sure GL10, do. Yes. in its current not running condition, yes. do you know how much it is worth? Is it more, hopefully more than you bought it Significantly. for? Significantly. More Why? than I have into it. Why is that the case? I don't know. <laughs> but I will tell you that there was one with more rust that I saw on Facebook Marketplace. Yours actually does look fairly clean. Yeah, it's clean. It has no <laughs> rust on it. Like, it's rust-free. It's a giant sack of shit. Um. And I hate working on it. It's a bad vehicle, and every every everything about that vehicle is terrible. I've seen that car move once, and I want to say it was like eight years ago. Yeah, that's about the last time I drove it. Uh, I fucking hate that thing. Get rid of it. No, <laughs> that's on my old list. <laughs> but I just I just saw one on Facebook Marketplace in the exact same condition, like automatic GL10 with a di- didn't even have the digital dash, so mine's actually more rare. Uh, and that sold for $2,500. And it had, like, crusty rockers. Like, what the fuck? There's no reason. No reason for that. We don't need that energy in the world. There's no reason that car should be a penny more than a nickel. Like, that car's stupid. That's so stupid that that car costs anything at all. It has no business. None. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm just so oh. mad about 1980s cars. This is why I'm in the <clears throat> 50s cars now. I can't. I'm priced out of the market. <laughs> These aren't good cars. Just, just <laughs> trade it so... for an XK and call it good. <clears throat> Honestly, I can at this point. Ooh, <laughs> I'm fine. But anyway, everything's fine. That that's our bearable <clears throat> market list. Thank you for bearing with us. And, and we will see. Particularly tragic pun. We'll next see time. you next week.